I, Vegeta, the prince of all Saiyans, hereby command that you do not listen or subscribe to the Dragon Ball 4 Life podcast. Whatever you do, would you defy royalty? No! Bye! Anime, we have your attention, please, and welcome to another episode of Dragon Ball Faux Life, where you come for the content, but you stay for the culture. That's right, we talking about Goku and Soul Food. We talking about Ichigo with our Ichi bros. We them outlaw stars, giving you them outlaw bars. Preaching the good word on all things nerd. As always, we are your hosts, the Fusion Dance Dons, a.k.a. the Mon Gods. Gods. I am Bro Jita, the Prince of All Sayings, Mr. Matthew Porter, a.k.a. Maddie Ice, here with my counterpart, the Ooh to my Majin Buu, my Den Day One, growing from the lookout to the cookout of Mr. Troto Trav. And it's Friday, so we have another special challenger that has decided to answer the Dragon Call. But before we introduce him, talk to the people, Trav. I mean, you know me. I stay chillin' and I love that women like Krillin. And we have another great Dragon Ball in store for today. So you know, today's guest is a man of many talents. One of one whose words may hit you in many different ways. He can make you laugh. He can make you think. Mm. And he can also make you wonder if our favorite anime characters are descended from the motherland. You can find him on Instagram as this is Mike O. Where you can access all of that content mentioned above. We are honored and welcome to welcome Mr. Mike O. Let's give the snaps for the snaps. I appreciate snaps you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trav. Thank you so much, Matthew. It's an honor just Absolutely. to be able to chop it up with y'all. Just talk this anime talk, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Hey. Absolutely. We love doing Absolutely. this. We love we yeah. love getting connected to just, you know, just people of different talents and you know, the conversation is always super fun and uh, you know, we just learn something new each time. So thank uh, you for joining us today. No problem, no problem, no problem. So so had, as Trav had mentioned in the intro, uh, you are a man of many talents. So there's a lot of different avenues that we could go here and we'll kind of just let the conversation flow naturally. So I guess the easiest place to start is the beginning. Who is Mike O? Tell us about yourself, good oh, sir. Uh, Mike O, man, I am, man, I am very creative. I'm just a very creative. I'm always like wondering, I'm always thinking, I'm always entertaining just ideas of expanding my mind in different ways. I mean, I grew up, um, actually, I grew up as an international student. My father used to work for the UN. I got to travel different places. Mm. Exposed, so exposed to different cultures, even before the age of 10, I lived in uh, Nigeria, Canada, uh, even China. I lived there. For, I love uh, Canada. And a fun oh, wow. fact, even if I don't remember, I don't remember this, a fun fact, I was actually born in Tokyo, Japan. It's very, hey. very, very oh. crazy stuff. So. So it's kind of it's funny how now, place to go. right? It's so <laughs> funny how later in life, I'm like, wow, I have a strong fascination with Japanese culture. Um, yeah. it's, in your, it's in your DNA, yeah, well. it's, 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 it's in my system. It's in my system. It was just waiting to be unlocked or something like that. So there you go. So, yeah. So we lived in the states for a while. Like, like most of my education is out here, and um, but you know, just through like a very, very interesting experiences man it just felt like a lot of gifts just started just coming out and with the with the wave of the internet it just almost like it just gave me a whole gave me a new tool to just um express myself you know i'm really more of the introverted person i don't know if a lot of people even know that but i'm more introverted to myself pensive contemplative man i'm just like want to just relax and just chill and just kind of block out a lot of the world kind of feeling you know that's kind of like me but i have my moments where i want to just connect with everybody and can talk and chat and everything um but because i'm so in my own head this is how like a lot of these ideas have just been spilling out and been able to just share different things creatively poetry and uh, arts and photography and then um with social media sharing content and honestly it's like the kid in me is like a, it just gets a chance to play. You know, that's why I love more about who I am. I'm a, I'm a, it's like I'm, I'm a grown man, but it's like at heart, I just, I, I love to play. I love to have fun, I believe. Um, and just 
expressing myself and having a merry heart about things so we don't take life too seriously you know yeah no, absolutely that's, that's great we always talk about too uh when some of our biggest gripes when it comes to especially with dragon ball was just the the age demographic that they're catering to when majority oh. of their fans at this point are all it's grown still us. Don't, 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 still us. don't get me tight. Don't get me started. On, we may grow, but our interests are still there. Absolutely. Man, that's cool. And my, I, I kind of love what you say. I'm, I'm, thank you so much for that. Cause, uh, like I had kind of mentioned, uh, we, there's a lot of different avenues that we could talk to you about just in terms of like your creative endeavors and your personal life. But you had mentioned something that was very interesting to me, which was actually like a, a, a final hour. Me and Trav like to usually have like, you know, uh, as close to 20 questions just as to kind of keep mm. us on track. And like one of the final questions that we had submitted before we sent you the brief, brief was is that, uh, I noticed and you kind of just mentioned it. Did we just lose them? Mmm. Mortals, listen up. It's your god of destruction, Beerus, here. Subscribe and follow the Dragon Ball for Life podcast, or else you shall be erased from existence. Hawkeye. <laughs> and we back. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's like, all right, bro. No, it's no, been no, good. No. Good talk. Good talk. I don't know if it was me. I don't know. I was. I was. I don't know, man. Internet be internet. So, so in perfect in perfect sequence, it actually dropped out right before I asked the question. So you didn't. Miss oh, the fire! Fire! <laughs> so yeah, I was going to ask words. you. I mentioned that you know uh, you do spoken word and poetry, but you're also like a fire photographer, might I say? I appreciate it. And uh. Yeah, absolutely it interests me that you just said that uh you consider yourself more of an introvert because you know with spoken word and poetry a lot of that is just like one man one stage like the spotlight's on you especially mm-hmm. if you're like a performer or you know if you're putting your work out there but then like when you're in the photography you're literally figuratively and literally behind the scenes so like do you have to tap into a different mind state like when you're doing spoken spoken word or poetry like in front of a crowd do you have a preference on whether or not you prefer to be more of a, a directorial role versus like being uh on stage performing oh man this the thing is i like the behind the scenes feel i do like it i do like it i think it's like two sides of the same coin same coin kind of feeling you know we all have uh parts of ourselves like we get to express uh you know depending on the situation so i think it really speaks to just um how multifaceted i am things i enjoy because uh there's a part of me that does like listen i'm just trying to shoot the pictures i try to get involved one two three me out of it i was we're good we're good i'm out of here it's good good and then that's that that speaks to that side of me that's like more that loves to be behind the scenes i do like that part of me and then it's like on the other side of it there is that part of me it because really spoken word is you want to be heard it's really that basic the only reason why we speak like this is because there's something that has so that also comes with the even that being more of a quiet kid in a way or having these experiences where you feel like you're not heard and it kind of boils up in you it gives you a stage where it's like everybody kind of has to be quiet <laughs> and really hear what i gotta say and i've had the time to formulate this as well because i know one thing i it's rough when it comes to social situations being able to just spit something on the fly have a conversation back and forth or you want to spit game at some girl you want to talk to some girl or something like that you're just like ah, i don't know I, you, you're trying to figure it out and that real-time thing but this is well spoken word i i can i can take months <laughs> if i need to write out clearly what i want to say memorize it and then get a shot to express myself so i think one side is what is where i'm like i get to be bonty that's great i love to direct everything that's going on and then but i'm still a person that wants to be heard it's something that i want to say it's something that's in my heart that i want to communicate and i get the avenue to do that so i think it's just the same is Absolutely. there a certain level of uh, preparation or or a method that you tap into? Like, all right, let me get out of my introvert side and, and really like make sure that these thoughts that I've been crafting for the last like however however long it took you, I want to be able to express it in the way that okay, I'll, I'm ready for y'all to listen to, Matt, to to what I gotta say. Versus okay, 
now um, I'm following the vision of someone else when it comes to, you know, whatever photography that, mm. that you have to get into. So like, what are some, what are some ways that you try to get yourself in the right frame of mind for those two different creative um, processes? Wow. Two different. Um, honestly, when it comes to poetry, um, I just practice and practice and practice and practice some more, you know, that one's where I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody to give me anything, you know, whether it's sometimes I, I, I'll just, I'll just, I remember, uh, I just, you know, I go outside and, and I remember I just went somewhere that was a little secluded and I acted like I was on that, in that, in that mode on stage kind of thing. Like, cause I wanted to, cause I like, you can run it through your head and this and this and that. Cause I, I try to memorize whatever I perform in public. I try to memorize that. Um, but you know, like there's a different scene you just memorize and then you're really kicking it out. So sometimes I like want to go somewhere and then act like I'm really performing that. So it's repetition, repetition, perform, just performing, performing to myself um, everywhere, whether it be in the shower, everywhere. I, it just, just running through all these things. That's part of the preparation uh, period is just going through and preparing and running through it, practicing, practicing, acting like I'm really there the day of mm -hmm. practicing and photography. I don't know that much prep is just you know like researching like maybe sometimes photography looking up certain ideas getting inspiration from other things you might see some scenes like you know how other people have tried different things and try to see how that could work making sure I got my schedule together because I shoot like wedding photography and that is like something that's no joke because it's a timeline gotta make sure my stuff is together make sure I'm prepared for it and that's really as long as everything is prepared um, as much as possible after all that is done, I pray, and that's and it's all. It's it. I'm done. I got nothing to do. It's in God's hands at this mm -hmm. point, you know. And I, Absolutely. you know, that's why I, I pray. I just be like, you know, I just that I, just that I just mostly just like I, I just do. I just do what I gotta do, and I, I remember what I gotta do, you know. Because <laughs> I've, I've done poetry and I blacked out. A and Q, and that's one of the risks I take for the passion I have is I risk being, I risk looking stupid. And I remember there's times where I've blacked out. Like go. Uh, like oh, I can't. I I, I I'm gonna get it back. It's with the universe now. I, it's it's with God. I, it's it's. I've I've never blacked said, out. Said, it's, it's it's above me. It's above me now. I've never I've never blacked out that I never. I think I I, I had I need I had to like take a chunk of time to be like I, I gotta recover. I gotta find out what what on earth it is. But you know it, it's that's the risk. It, that's the risk that happens. But I've noticed the more the more. I get into it the more I practice, the more I practice, the more intense I am. It's 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 really down to the minimal, to the point that probably only I would recognize if I did slip up on something. Mm. You know, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's the mark of a true performer. You know, I've worked in a lot of sales jobs, which is basically just acting and performing <laughs> like, ah. just to make a sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they yeah, they they tell you all the time, like you know, like even if you don't know, they don't know you don't. Yes, know. So, yes. Like, you're, yes. You're the yeah. professional. Like, you're the professional. That is so true. Stick with it. So speak with conviction and everything's right. <laughs> That's very true. Absolutely, absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. But but you had mentioned like with the photography, you know, especially like when doing like with, you know, like wedding photography and stuff. Like you say, you just it is what it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like, like <laughs> especially with, you know, all the uncontrollable elements of like other people and what they want. How much of good to great photography is you controlling what gets photographed or just like letting the vibe control the picture man i mean when it comes to what's getting photographed i mean it's i feel like it's mostly me it's mostly i mean they're in it they're involved in it but if i don't if i don't see it and get it it's like it's, it's not it's 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 there but this there's 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 only one perspective that I can get, you know, unless you, I mean, you can get multiple cameras and do different things, get other shooters, but there's only one perspective you have. And so with photography, what I, what I did was I practiced my desire to find the right way to capture something or the, the way that I want to capture something to best bring out what I'm seeing even before I started it professionally I remember I've got my first camera I was I remember I was walking around doing like street photography kind of stuff I, I was spying on people 
just taking pictures of people and that's very risky and but I something about it was like I just like to capture people as they were so it, I didn't I think at that time that that passion that it, when it was just a hobby to just try to find how I can get people in what they were doing and find the best way to get that was actually preparing me to just when I'm now at an event or now when I'm at a, 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 a wedding to find what is this angle that can best show what I'm look what what we're all looking at you know is it gotta be close up does it gotta be far away do we you know we, what, what about her expression and I tell you sometimes and 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 there's a soft there's a very soft part to me one of my favorite pictures is a shot that I took of an engagement couple um, and I just remember that I took a angle of that they were like facing each other and kind of hold each other in arms. And there's like a look she gave him. And I, I, that's like, I think that's probably my favorite engagement photo because it's like she gave like a genuine smile towards him. And that was like, that's like moments like that, where it's like, I can see that this was raw. This was not a rehearsed moment. Um, of course, rehearsed moments I do, but I love when I see people in that thing. Cause we all have like expressions and micro expression. But when you can find that moment that best shows that moment in time where that emotion is expressed and find that right angle to to share that, it becomes like a story. That's what I like about just that element of it. I love that. I love that a lot. And that, that kind of does answer partially the next question that I wanted to ask you. But I kind of want to give you a chance to elaborate on it because I really I love picking the brain of people who are good at what they do ah. or something that I might not be really good at. Because I like to me, me and Trav say all the time that like podcasting is so much more than plugging in a mic and talking into it. Like, ah. It's like that's just like the base level of what like, you know, wow. do being able to do like interview format like episodes is and i feel like the same could be said for you know photography is so much more than just pointing a picture and clicking like and what you just said like you know catching you know microaggressions and the expressions and whatnot i think that's really dope could you kind of give a breakdown and if it's something that's just like an innate ability that you don't even know what you tap into what's like the x factor that separates like a good photographer from like somebody who's like really like no you're tapped in like this is just this is a gift a gift from above for you, you. Did oh just man that's fine got a new uh, apple iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man you know oh man the there's that there, i do and i'm open to this idea that there is such a thing as a raw talent you know, like there's like a raw material so to speak that is there and maybe it could come because it's more genetically put there or through experiences in life that like serve to nurture. There is such a raw thing. I had a raw thing because I remember when I took a photography class, I, I even noticed my uh, my teacher, my photography teacher was kind of was um, communicating that to me. I can't remember what she said, but she remember she communicated that to me like like she could tell when she was testing, testing and trying us out and giving us a little assignment she was commuting like she could tell that there was something with me there was something the way and i didn't really i just was as a, as a hobby at that point but she noticed the way i was doing it something there was something there so i do feel like you know what there is a raw thing there but at the same time it's like oh man i fact i heard something that td jake said said he said that uh uh bishop td jake he said that god gives you God doesn't give you tables, give you trees. So I mean, it's like, I took that as you get raw material, but you got to make the actual product. So many people are given, I believe, raw material. Like it's like gold, but you got to fashion the gold into something. You got to melt the gold down and make it into something like that. Um, but uh, but if that, that there is, a, I feel like there is a hack and that is a whole lot of practice, you know, you know, like this was a statement. I think it says like practice. I think it says like practice beats talent when talent don't practice. Something like that. So something oh, like shit, that. That's a bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don DeMarco. Yeah. That's, yeah. Crazy, that's crazy. So like, it's like, so I think with, I think with that, even if you have raw material, you got to really practice. But I feel like even if you feel like I don't have a necessarily a certain knack for it, there is, you can, and you, but you're teachable. If you're teachable, if you're teachable, then that means you can learn. It's like a language. You'd be like, I don't know how to speak that language. Um, maybe some people have more of a knack for it. But I said, but you can still learn the rules and you just have to practice it. You know, so you, I think that 
it, it both can work, but that it you can see the way I feel like that X factor is like when you see that it's you could tell that it's something wrong that's there, but it's like it's so it's it's almost seems like they just like it's effortless. But uh, even though they got put in a lot of work, they got still got to put in a lot of work for it. But you know that there's something that just separates it from something where you like you know what you could practice all you want, but man something else has on it <laughs> and you just like you kind of got you don't it doesn't mean that you ain't amazing but it's just you know hey some people got yeah. it and some don't some people got it some don't and that's, that's okay that's kind of that's, that's kind of the curse of like you know being somebody that like excels at any particular craft you know and me and Tra- Trav you can speak to this with me because we've had this conversation before a lot of uh, almost mirrored to like what you just said Mike it's <laughs> like pre the divine intervention me and trav connected on a podcast for the very first time mm. i had went to acting school to like perform like performing arts and whatnot what have you so it's like podcasting never crossed my register and we just happened to have uh everything had to fall the way that it fell for me and trav Jordan to have met each other in this Why? space yeah my bro- <laughs> my brother needed a ride to trav's house to record for trav's uh old pocket shout out to ramen noodles and grits you know <laughs> and you know his uh his uh his old his old co-host just happened to not be able to make it and they had like an open mic and they was just like hey you want to sit in and i was like i like to talk sure and we just like instant chemistry i can't explain it couldn't tell you how but we just like clicked to the point that you know people were like reaching out to him like hey like who was who are those guys you had on like you guys like that was really good like you guys have just like a natural chemistry and kind of like what you were just saying mike like what your teacher just telling you like yo there's something here i don't know what it is but there's something here but like you just said, it, it goes like you you got the chemistry. Now you got to put in the work. Like you, all right, the, you have the idea. Now you need to build it. Cause like me and Trav, this is now our third endeavor together. And you know they've all been you know successful at different levels. But it's just like trial and error. Like all right, we tried this format. It worked. It fit a certain way. Then we tried this format. It worked to fit in a certain wow. way. And then we got here and out off like a jet. Wow. <laughs> like, like, we out of here. So I love I love that story with you, like saying that it somebody saw something in you like, oh, damn, this kid got something. It's not just like a, a, a passion or like. But like you said, you got to be willing to be taught because mm-hmm. yes. I, I, you hear you hear you hear that a lot. Like I, I hear more and more now people say that they would like they would bet on the kid that's willing to grind for it over yeah. the kid that's just like naturally good at it. Like you, you hear that a lot. Like, yeah. Like, the talented kid like yeah i know what you're gonna give me but because you're naturally good at it you might just lean on that like you might not put in that work but like the kid who maybe wasn't picked or rode the bench like oh he's in the gym every day like give me that kid yeah i hate to to bring up this uh example but it it pains me to use it um it's what you gotta do brother it's like it's like the it's like the Sixers. They got all the talent in the world. <laughs> got eliminated in the second round. And then you got the Miami Heat. Got seven undrafted players. They all weren't supposed to be there. Now they're on the verge of making the NBA Finals because... Bro, it is because that, that front office, that Pat Riley culture. They worked. That yeah. Pat Riley culture, man. Yeah, and, and that's Big crazy. Fact. I mean, even... I mean, you have the Lakers and the Warriors. And it's like, this, there's... You have raw... I mean, you, 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 I, it's to the point that, like, you just can't call it because at the end of the day... No matter how talented or whatever, like listen, this, this it's gonna come. It does come down to mm-hmm. how hard you are working. It's almost like it's almost like that's a talent in itself. It almost feels like that's yeah. a talent itself because you. It's like you wired yourself for mm-hmm. for success. You know, where somebody they didn't have to think they have to tr- think that hard, or maybe they maybe or or and this is kind of me just because this is hitting me in the moment. I was like maybe that ex. X factor is made to, is the fact that you are open for coaching, or that you are willing to uh, put that effort in. Because maybe sometimes maybe people feel like because they have certain talent, or have certain things that they can fall back on. I said maybe that X factor is really mm-hmm. the fact that I'm like I'm willing to do whatever I gotta do to have whatever it is I have to do, and that opens your mind to be wired and taught different things. It's almost like you're a child. You know, they've I think it's heard said something like children have a easier ability to learn different things but learn an instrument do this and this because they have this kind of plasticity or they have this ability that it's very fresh they can 
just absorb everything in. We get older. They have, they have no shame. Yeah, they have no shame. Yeah, you have no shame. You, you, you mess it up. up. You tell the kid do a backflip. Whatever. They might break their neck. You know, you gotta help them out. But if you tell me to do backflip, I'm like ah ah all the all, all the factors in. I got a factor. I'm, not gonna do it. I, I, I'm scared. If I don't, if I don't land this, you know. So I think that X factor it could be just the fact that I'm a person that I'm willing to. I am willing to look stupid. I am very. I'm, pretty subconscious but i'm willing to to look stupid and just try just like um it's probably they mentioned but it's like i stuff i put out there on social media and there's times where hey it, it, i'm willing to put myself out there even though i'm I, it's just you don't know so my blah this is this is garbage this is whatever like that but i, I put myself out there and as i put, oh, yeah. more I put myself out there the more i learn the more i develop and i say i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna keep developing what i'm doing and it get better and get better um and that's what people see. It's really uh, just me. Yeah, there's maybe you can say there's a gift there, but I was like, man, I'm willing to look silly out here and take the risk Absolutely. to get better. No, that's 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 per that's that's literally I love that because uh, I say all the time, you know, like in like professional settings or like at work and stuff, so it's like. I live with me every day. So like I know what I'm good at. Mm. I don't need you to tell me what I'm good at. Like tell me how I fucked up. Like let me know what I didn't do good at so now I can attack that cuz it's like I'm I'm that person like constructive criticism like I'm like don't sugarcoat shit to me. It's like yo Matt, you you that was terrible. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Cuz like if you <laughs> if you just like oh yeah, that was that was fine. I'm gonna think it's fine. And you're gonna keep on that same yeah. level. On, all right, on to the next thing. That's true. <laughs> we do need that. I remember that I need that. Especially spoken word. I, when I first started doing when I first started doing, I remember I was, you know, just new. And I was just I remember I was I was spitting very fast. I think I was spitting pretty fast. And and it just took one friend of mine to say, like, yo, it's like slow down. You need to slow down when you're doing it. I took it and I'm like, all right, well, you know, and, I, and then, then I slowed down. Then I, so you know, if anybody stopped telling me it was great, then I'm like, I probably just kept. You would have kept doing. I kept it. doing it. Hey, nobody has a problem. I don't have a problem until it eventually it hit me. But I don't know if it hit me. So you need people. Yes, you do need people. Like, yeah, you know, you good, but you know, this is something and it, that was <laughs> right. constructed. And that was constructed because I like to. My thing is, I don't because people always have ideas about how they think you should be. And how better? And sometimes you have to tune that out and say, "Listen, I, no, I'm mm-hmm. not interested." But if you can help me see why what I'm doing doesn't make sense, that it's not just a personal you'd like this. It's like you're saying, "Oh no," because if you slow it down, it helps. You know what you're talking about. But a lot of people can't mm-hmm. keep up. So then I'm like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." So I'm slow it down. No, that's 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 so important. Like understanding the why of things, because like I say it all the time, all all advice ain't good advice. Nah, like, even if the person, nah. even if that person is like a, a professional in their in their field, like you a person at the end of the day, you make mistakes. So it's like I I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's like because you you could tell. Like I feel like when people get to like a certain level of like expertise, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. like sometimes they just be saying stuff just to say stuff, like just to, you know, like flex flex their professional muscle. Like all right, now you're just giving me critique just to have an opinion. You're like, do you even <laughs> so, believe that yourself? I don't did you just say that, that just to have? Like you just oh wanted to have goodness. some input on this. That's process. how it is like, on social media. Know. That is social media, especially the stuff like TikTok. Oh my god! People want to know how do I blow up on TikTok? How do I grow? How do I gain more followers? How do I do this and blow up on Instagram? And people will tell you you got to do this, 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 and this, and this. And then you will see somebody else saying, "Nah, you ain't got to do this and this and that at all." They be like, "Oh, you got to post like three times a day." That's why it's like, "No, you don't have to post three times a day. You, just, you need, you need, you need more, more, more quantity. You got to go heavy." And somebody's like, "Nah, not quantity. You need more quality and this and this." And then you start getting caught up in like, "Yo." All these people. <laughs> what do I do? All these people look like experts. Who do I follow? And I'm like, it's I, I, where I am now because I've gained, I've gained a you know considerable following. I'm like, bro, do what you want to do. You'll figure it out because your for everyone's formula is not your formula. Right. It's you will if it means you need to post Preach. ten times a day to get that. That's you, but that's your formula. You gotta figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, consistency is important. That is important. That that's always given. But I said, man, if just just figure it, if you if you you're the best algorithm is you. You you are gonna see it because if you put out something, you're gonna see. Okay, this don't work. Okay, what did I try out something else? I like I like. You see, we're we, we gonna put some. Uh, we gonna put some. <laughs> 
bars on there. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey, put that in. Put that in post. Put that in post. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is worse than when you uh, when you hear people who are in like higher positions that like <gasps> don't give you that sort of like advice they they, they just, give you advice they hit you with the if i can do it you can <laughs> yeah. do it well, what did you do like, bro you got you a do? team you got like team media team you got all this i'm like i can't measure to you i said no yeah i just what just like, figure wake it, yeah. up in a good mood well i would be if i lived in a billion dollar house but that's not yeah, you, gotta wake up oh, yeah. 5 a, you gotta wake up at 5 a.m do this and this and then i'll see a successful person saying no i'll wake up at 5 a.m we talking about wake up like nine I did it's like it's not it's not open. We, we we like to share because we gotta feel like we gotta say something. But I, I hope that even when even as I grow and and gain more of a following, I really love to let people more like listen, I know the pressures of you trying to live a life and now stuff not a lot of stuff is lucrative, especially up front when you start. So at the point is like I got where I got to. Um the opportunities that came to me, it came through. Yeah, you got to put out some consistency. You got this. It's like, bro, you you see what people are engaging with, and then you base it and say, all right, let me go at this because it's it what people want and what I want. We're starting to meet. We're trying to meet somewhere. We're, we're starting to meet at a point. So now I'm gonna kick out more of what I want, and they're gonna give you like, yeah, we like to see more of this. You know, there's some technical you, and stuff, you can, but you and know, you can that's... tell. Oh, go ahead, Chad. We won't start. I'm saying that's a, this. Oh, you talking? My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh no, no, you good? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. Would you say was there um, a specific clip or content where you were like, okay, this is this is getting people's attention, and then like kind of build off of that? Man, I don't man. I tell you, for me, it's been. I I have done this so many times. I don't think I think it could be probably a problem for me um, because as I like to create content, I don't like to stay locked in in one thing. I think if I chose to do that, I probably would have a greater following that I have now. But the only thing is I will be doing something that probably I'll be bored with. So my thing is like this has happened multiple times where okay like for instance i know one of them things that that people know me for is that i do this conscious comedy through this woke kind of pan african character who's very elevated and stuff like that you know and that kind of thing you know like kind of the we was kangs you know kind of experience <laughs> that that guy that's my that's one of my characters there i got reading you know, it's about it's, it's overpriced cmos and all that stuff that's that <laughs> guy that people love people really love that character people love it uh, but that came about accidentally, not accidentally, but I had an idea, you know, like there's always that guy a poetry song. I remember I did, I did a video about that, you know, and just saying mad stuff. And it's like, boom, I, and I was just experimenting, you know, I've experimented with other stuff and didn't really go nowhere. So through the experimentation, I remember when I did that video and then I, I incorporated that character in, in other, in other ways. Oh my goodness. It was like, it just, it just went, it went crazy. Or then I bought that character. And then say, what if that character was in a video game and you're fighting them? Okay, what if this character was teaching your baby or having, you know, now that it's like, your baby, you're watching, you want somebody to watch your baby, then I'm, I'm here breaking down, hey, did you know about Jim Crow and this? So the more and more I was inserting that character, yeah, the woke babysitter, and the more I inserted that character in, I see the responses. I see the responses um, from that. So I think that was, that was one of them. But it's like there been many things I put out there that it's like it just it, it, it almost like it blended different worlds and then people like to see that and it's like it created almost it's created a whole new thing and it just it just took off but that was one of them absolutely and I feel like I feel like this is a perfect transition to a question that uh that Trav had posed it's just like you know like if we we come to current day with your creative endeavors and like you know throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks you found like this real niche area where you're taking like African culture, but you're like blending it with anime and video game characters. Like where, where did that concept come from? Like, were you an anime fan growing up? Is it something that like you kind of fell into it from doing these sketches and stuff like that? Uh, you know, sorry, like I didn't think I knew it was called anime. Um, during, I think the earliest stuff I saw was like, I think a lot of stuff, a lot of early people, uh, a lot of early stuff people saw, like uh, I remember, um, well, Pokemon, Sailor Moon. I remember those two. I remember those two there when I started 
you know, get in, you know, that's like early 90s, you start seeing these things, and you're like, all right, it's, it's, you're just watching because of cartoons, there's cartoons all over the place, so they just happen to be popping in. But I think it was when Dragon Ball Z came through, and I was, I remember it was like, mm. in, I was like in high school, and I see Dragon Ball Z coming through, and this is, and this, this was before we had uh, Instagram and all this stuff like that. When you, and, and when you missed the episode, it was gone. It was just over. <laughs> you had to wait till next year when that You don't know. Around. You don't know when it's gonna get. Yo, I remember, and I remember <laughs> yeah. that, and now that, that was when it was like, this is serious. This is when I really like started getting really captivated with this whole with this whole thing like this is the story and now i think i started getting into it because i i didn't really actually i've never really watched all of the dragon ball series i got in at dragon ball z and it was in the saiyan saga and when i got into that i was it was just so intense it was just so intense for me that i think that's what started it and then of course with like toonami coming after that so now i'm getting into you haka show now getting the romoni kenshin um, now I get it, you know, any actually I really didn't get into, it was, just, it was, it was there, maybe I catch something, it's waking me up, you know, when it wakes you up at, at late at night, boom, good thought you are, and then, and you're like, yo, oh, I missed it. Top 10, top 10 <laughs> That's, t- yeah, oh, I'll, wow, that, I'll give it, I'll give it that just because it, it just was, it. I, 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 I missed what, the episode. I don't know what they were saying, but that shit's that, that ending, that <laughs> ending, that ending just, it just, <laughs> it's so deep. Man. It made it so deep. So it, the tsunami yeah, coming out, first, the then it was crazy. The first three Inuyasha ending songs. The first three Inuyasha ending songs were like next level. Oh, oh man. man. That one just, but it's so special good. place in my heart. So with tsunami hitting, and then I took a, I think I took a, I think I took a, a, a break. And you know, I really a break from it. And then when Naruto Shippuden, when it came out, Naruto Shippuden, I think was like me coming back into it. And then after that, oh, my, then it, then it just went crazy because then it was like you know Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, and everything like that. So then I was really diving in into that world and learning just a lot of anime that wasn't even necessarily popular or mainstream stuff, um, but digging into that one as well. You know, so that was like when around around that time when um, I think you probably would say I got into that probably late, probably. To around somewhere around 2010 somewhere around there mm-hmm. and then it was like i'm in i'm in there now now i'm just digging i'm finding all these different animes and all this this, this stuff and i'm just eating it all up um but that but what happened was um is a is an actual i think somebody somebody did a um they did like a, a they, did, they did character they used ai and they, were, and they made these characters um that were black the dragon of all versions and so when i see some things and then like ideas come and i was already messing with probably like some voiceover stuff but when i saw that then i was like oh that's funny like oh snap like this person um i think his name diego arts live on instagram you know he had so he just had these images of Dra- dragon Ball Z characters if they were black so then I started messing with like, oh, what if what would they sound like if they was like, and then 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 everybody people start jumping in and saying, yo, what it is, or what if what if what if Vegeta was Nigerian, or what if what go home was from South London, you know? So then then it just started getting, <laughs> you know, say so yak them break, bro. Go home you know? from South London, yeah. hilarious. I just I had that actually <laughs> on, on the road on the road yeah. to the cell games. Yeah, real bad man. Yeah, <laughs> what you doing, cuz? You know, you know. I put him in the Senko I, ma- I will mash your face, bro. Run your peace, bro. Run your, you know, like it's just something about that makes you feel like, wow, you wanna, you wanna have fun with me and explore the possibilities uh, of all these things. So that became fun, and then after that, it just, it just started, it just starts getting more crazy. So that's, that's where. Are you, are you mad? You're mad, bro. You're mad. <laughs> And so I have a, and I have a new one. I have, a, I have a new one too that's gonna come out uh, soon because I, I had go out South London, go on talking to sell. Then I what I do is I try to have running jokes, like running gags that's in there. You know when he's like, "Sell is that you, yeah?" That was the first one. Uh, then the next one I bring Trunks in it, and he's like, "Yo, yo, don't Trunks." And then Trunks is like, "What's up, fam?" And then he's like, and then he's like, "Oh," he, and then when Trunks sees him, he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, sell is that you, yeah?" So the next one, I, the next one, actually, people are going to have bed seats. They're going to see it. I'm going to be posting it hopefully this week. Oh, by the time people see it, it's already out there uh, when they see this, this, this episode. 
Um, the next one I'm gonna put out is Piccolo. So I'm gonna put Piccolo out there. So now yeah, go on talking, you got Trunks talking, and then Trunks like, yo, you know what? Hey yo, Piccolo, and like, what's up, fam? And so I'm gonna make everybody. I'm just gonna bring everybody in there and just the more it's like you. I learned that from I think probably my one of my influences of that was probably Team Four Star. They uh, they did like a huge they did that huge yeah. uh, anime parody of Dragon Ball Z. I think I believe they probably influenced me heavy because they they used running gags in it mm-hmm. so i think that was a heavy thing that helps anime content um but it's like that part just bringing back these familiar themes so people are familiar with your content um even if they're it's like you can use it and they still they still enjoy even if it's similar similar information need one where like 17 is about to get absorbed by cell and he says like man can't be food fam <laughs> 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 oh, oh man, that's uh, <laughs> oh man, that's epic. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Say, write that down. Right, right now, down. I, gotta, I gotta think about. I gotta think about that. I gotta think about that. that's heavy. Man's not hot. Yeah. <laughs> Man's not. Man's <laughs> hey, yo, oh, my man. It's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And it did. I don't know a lot about the lingo. I don't know a lot about this stuff. So this stuff is so new to me. But I wanted to just be out there and have people say, you know, people like we don't sound like the people in the comment section. Oh, we don't sound like that, bro. We don't talk like that, bro. You know, it's like, I, I, listen, man. What can I do? What can I do? I feel like that's what makes it funny. Like, if you were like impersonating South London, like, and you was too on point, I feel like that's too realistic. Because <laughs> then it's just like, oh, this is just the guy from South London talking about Dragon Ball Z. All right. But, like the fact that you're not from South London, I feel like that's what makes it so funny. People, are, people, there's always <laughs> somebody a, in my comments. Par- it's a parody. Right. It's in the title. So right. I, have a, I have an argument for why it's okay to not sound like that. Because mm-hmm. listen, like. Who, like, even if, like, if you take My Hero Academia, of course, you know, no one, who, do you hear kids talking like Deku's dub voice? You know, you don't hear kids talking like that, you know, oh, my, oh, <laughs> he has that geeky kind of nervous voice, yeah. you know? My name's Izuku Midoriya, you know, I want to be like my number one hero, all oh my. No, I never heard a kid talk like that. So even in English, we understand that these are characters. These do not sound like individuals in real life. So even when people are like, "Oh, we don't sound like that," I was like, eh, "You, you maybe not, but you sound." But but characters are just ex- exaggerated. Many times they're just exaggerated versions of um, real life people. So Man, if I, you know, if but I met De- Deku knowing that he could hit me with one fraud at any time i'd be like yo get some ump in your voice man you, can- you know just a basic right. voice my guy just, just a little add up a little i mean i know you're kidding but just 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 something in there but you know but even then who talks you know but who talks like all these all these characters some it sounds deep it sounds cool but yeah most of these characters no one talks like that it just sounds you know like if i was walking around talking like vegeta like I'm not gonna walk around talking like Vegeta, you know. I got Maria. I'm in Starbucks. He's like, you dare give me this, 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 this pale, pale representation of a latte? I'm like, me, me, a whole me, the Prince of All Saiyans. Listen, if some, if some, if some people of of certain uh, complex uh, complexion spoke like Frieza to us, I think. Imagine that! Imagine that! That would make it extra. Are you mad, bro? You would make it extra hot. I'm like, whoa! What the fuck did you just say? Did you call me a monkey? Smack man, smack <laughs> man's up like Broly did. Like, yeah. Like, well, well, well. A couple monkeys playing basketball. Hmm. How primitive? How primitive? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm so of a monkey. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I would you, you be tight. You didn't take it to the rack, just shooting three points. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> uh, them dudes. Um, RDC, I think it's RDC. RDC World did a parody on that. Yeah, those guys are so funny. And it's like that's kind of how it was. Oh, I love. He's like, shout he, out to RDC World. Yeah, they were killing. They did a skit like that. He's like, I think he said like, check up, monkey, or something like that. And I was I, like, I, I, he did. I, I know exactly. Yo, what I said, man. And I was like. <laughs> It'd be too, it'd be too much. It'd be too much. But they, people, they don't talk like that, you know. So that's that's the the fun in it is having fun with these different voices, uh, without having to take it so serious. 
<laughs> that's hilarious though people commenting back to your jokes oh baby like, oh, oh man people don't tight like mine don't sound like that oh people be tight especially when i did like the jamaican broly one. Oh, there's always somebody who's like oh no you know i did jamaican because like, i don't know who somebody must have suggested that i don't know i just i just ran with it is that yo loop on the feeds boy yo yeah yeah take yeah take yeah free that's all so mad like they yeah. free, <laughs> no, 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 it can try can if you if you make it sound a little too singy you know it, then then you're going to a trinidadian accent so if you if you just mix around with it you so it you can still represent um different culture but there are distinctions then you know so then i learned there are certain distinctions if uh if i do mess with them and so even if i can still you know it's not accurate all the way and neither does it, i don't believe it needs to be but to still uh, help people feel represented because i think i did like um i did a haitian goku one and a lot of my haitian my haitian peoples were so high because they felt um represented so i was like oh Fuiza, you 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 come out to you come to blow up the world he's not white he's the, he's the devil he's the devil you know so they felt they felt more represented so i've, I've noticed that also so it helps me know that you know what? I may not get this stuff down all the time, but um, as much as possible, that people feel like, "Wow, I kind of feel so represented by what you're, by what you're sh- saying." At the same time, absolutely. I mean, and, and clearly, you're doing something right because you know you were casted as a voice actor for what what had happened was, which yes. is like an anime series, yes. you know, based on the Bible. T- tell us how that how that all came to be and what's been going on with that. Oh man. I was minding my business, really. I, I, there's, um, I know a guy who's doing the, um, well, he was doing like animated concepts, uh, for it. My dude David, he was doing some, um, animated concepts. He's like, he was, he's working with the, uh, the head guy, Chad Smith. So I already knew David, um, just because we connected because he just had some dope content, um, and we just connected, but, I think then I noticed this guy named Chad Smith is following me and I see he's a Christian and he's sharing stuff like that. And he blew up on Vine. Like he came from the Vine days and he blew up on there. Oh, he came, he came back from that. He was that, he was a dude that he had a, he just had, a, I, I, I think he was one of the Water Malone dudes. I think that's probably why he was one of those dudes who did the Water Malone. Oh, shit. He was one of those dudes yeah. who did it. And he did this thing where he's like pronouncing things incorrectly. Like he would just do these skits, and you just like he. I know that's exactly that's him. About. He blew. That's him. That's him. Oh, so he's the guy that's behind the whole thing. He blew up on that. That's crazy. And so I noticed he's following me, and I was like, "Yo, stop!" You know, like I'm a believer. He's a believer. So I said, "Yo, I just gave him big ups." You know, like just say, "Yo, I'm proud of you." This is this and that. And then he was. Then he just sent me message like, "You, you want to do? You want to be in the voiceover?" Because I knew he, he was already promoting it. So I saw he was promoting the thing. So I'm just I'm chilling. Of course, I'm doing what I gotta do, but just communicating with them. He he just he just happened to happen at the right time kind of thing so it's that thing where it's like all this stuff i was doing i'm doing this for fun i'm doing this and whatever but it just so happens that was also happening on this other side and we just kind of we just crossed it's like when like it's funny like when you guys are talking about you guys you bet it's like you're doing your what you do but something just happens and we just it's like we just had a crossroad kind of thing at the right time it could if if it happened a month later or if or something else happened probably you just wouldn't do it so that's kind of how that happened and then got to have a talk with him you know had a call with him and just to find out you know just to just to go back and forth on uh, where our hearts was at and what he's trying to do and i'll tell you listen i i a lot i they got it they did get a uh an emmy award-winning animation studio on this thing um but from what Let's i've go. what i've what we've been talking what he's been talking about and what he showed us I said, this is going, this, this is really different. 
it's really different, and I can't, I can't really, I'm not gonna leak anything, but I'm just about saying, to say, yeah, whatever, I can't whatever, leak nothing. I can't leak nothing. But what he, what he shared, <laughs> when he, we had like after we, because he put it on Kickstarter, which was very risky because it's either all in, it's all or nothing. He put it on Kickstarter yeah. and he met the goal, and then we, you know, we all, you know, we had like the after quote unquote after party kind of thing. We just chatted, and then he was telling us about the ideas he had because the first series he's gonna do is gonna, gonna be the book, of, the first season is on the book of Daniel in the Bible, and he was te- he was telling us about the ideas that he wants to put in to this thing, and all I can say is like, yo, it's like this guy's a geek. That's all I can say. So. <laughs> That's all I can say. Like the guy is an actual geek. Like he's. It's not something where it's like okay. You know, sometimes people try to do something. It's like all right, I get it. You're trying to put something out there. It's like right. he's really, he's really a geek, and this guy really, this, this guy knows anime stuff. So he's really like he wants to do it in a way that, um, of course, speaks to a wide audience of people. Uh, but he also is not. From what I've heard from him, he's not leaving out people who are familiar with the anime world, you know? So that's that's all I can say about that. Hold up. Time out. Freeza. It took Namek 86 episodes to blow up in what was supposed to be five minutes. So let's take our time with this one. And we'll see you next week on Dragon Ball Faux Life. Dodon Ray. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Hie from Yu Yu Hakusho. Dragon Ball for Life of the Darkness Flame.